Welcome to FB motherfucking one. You have Paul Martinez and the man who made the best intro humanly possible. My best friend since I was like five years old, Matthew Morley. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm good, thank you. How are you, how are you both doing? Good, good. Um, yeah, we could be out clubbing at the moment, let's be honest. Of we're, course. We're, we're of, stuck course. of course. Of course. The way that, like, bro, Wednesday is tomorrow. Wednesday, for anyone who goes to University of Huddersfield, yeah. is our student night. Like, in my head now, I'm th- like, for the first few months, I was like, shit, like realizing I'm not gonna be able to go out on a Wednesday and just and just have a good time. It's it's pissing Honestly, me off. I was so annoyed because obviously Wednesday's like sports night as well, isn't it? Yeah. So like all of our sports teams go out. So like our Bucks night, it's like, oh, I haven't been able to go out on a Wednesday social in so long. Uh, oh, trust. I miss it. And Fridays, it's, like, it's just pub as well. Yeah, you're, you're part like, of hockey team, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, so I'm part of my my uni hockey team. So, like, every Wednesday, um, what we do is, like, we all get dressed up in whatever the theme is, and you then go out, you do your social, and then you go clubbing. So, some of the themes I had to do last year were horrendous. So, I had to dress up as a fox. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, some of them were awful. Uh, I'm trying to think the other ones off the top of my head. Uh, it's like a Peaky Blinders one. Oh, that's um, kind of fun. That has these... Princesses. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's under the, that's I mean, the rugby society. Bro, the rugby society. Like, shout out to them. I don't know whether it's rugby league or rugby union, probably both. Like, I don't care whether you're male, female, union, league, or whatever. Those people really d- did madness. Like, any, there was anything but clothes, which is as crazy as it sounds. There was <laughs> as, there was ladies' night where they were dressed up in like basically cross dressing, which is which was funny as hell. And um, there was, um, I think my personal favorite was the one where they all dressed up as like Romans or something, but like they all just came out in like togas and shit. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. That, that was, was fucking crazy. Oh my days. I miss it. I miss it so much. It's just good to be out with all your mates. Yeah. Obviously, I don't know, are you both living with people at the moment? Oh uh, like, yeah. Like, yes, I, I, I do, but they are a bit sus in my opinion. So, uh, can't, cannot comment on that any further. My yeah. flatmate, my individual flatmate, my one flatmate, it's okay. She she's not the type that goes out much, but it's it's funny seeing her drunk. I'll say that much. Well, because I'm quite lucky. I'm I'm living with like my five best mates at uni. All uh, right, that's good. So we've got a house here, so it's fine because obviously like we can still, you know, like, yeah, you can still turn up. <laughs> I can still. I, basically, it's equivalent to going out. But obviously, you're just in your house. It's like you have a friend, so like. I can't see any of my, my hockey boys at the moment because uh, I'm not living with them or I can't see any of my course mates because I'm not I'm not with them at the moment. But it's fine because, you know, I'm in a house with my mates. Yeah. So I'm quite lucky, but... Um, You're very lucky. I just wanted to finish because obviously you've, you've just come out of isolation as well, haven't you? Yeah, like, bro, those two weeks were fucking painful. Like, I'm grateful to be able to go outside, have the option to go outside now. Yeah. <laughs> You're just restricted. You couldn't even go out and, like, you know, have a walk. Like, you're just Whoa. stuck indoors, aren't you? It was depressing as hell. Like, I haven't seen Martinez. I've only seen Martinez recently because, literally, 
we our accommodations are down the road from each other. Like we live two minutes away from each other. Yeah, and oh, it's just okay. like we have physically not seen each other until last September. week. Since September, legit. Since fucking September, I've not seen this guy. We both do pretty much the same calls, and we use pretty much the same fucking buildings. It pisses me off. Yeah. Oh, it's it's just annoying, but hopefully, hopefully it all will yeah. start coming to an end soon. By then, by early next year, I feel like there'll be like at least some kind of vaccine because Oxford's developing one, an American yeah. company's developing oh, one. Developing one. I don't remember the third yeah. one. There's like an American and German one. That's the that's the Pfizer one. Maybe? Yeah, the like, Pfizer one. Pfizer, American yeah. one. Pfizer. That's like ninety five percent effective. There's a Russian one that's ninety five percent effective. Like even the so even the Oxford of, one. Speaking of Russians, you cannot trust them. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you, could, hey, you could say that. You could stand on that ledge. I'm trying to stay safe. Yeah. <laughs> think about this. We'll keep our mouths closed to you. Hey. You you can stand on that ledge. You can willingly stand on that ledge and jump off. Me, <laughs> me and Matthew will stay here. No problem. <laughs> Bro, well, I'll just say, like, I feel like even the Oxford one, the fact that even though it's, like, 70% effective, I'll take that happily. As long as it means that like, more... Hope. It gives you hope. That's a thing. Yeah, because that, that that's more likely to be the one that's going to get rolled out more generally because that's, yeah. that's cheaper, easier to store because the American one, that, that has to be stored in, like, crazy temperatures. So does the Russian one. Yeah, no, I know what you mean, but hopefully... Hopefully, you know, soon we can all get back to. You know, it's like, like even we, you, we, me, yeah, me and Paul, been planning the northern trip for ages. Like the northern road trip. <laughs> That's basically where we're both planning to go. Like all the different, all these different places up north, like Leeds, yeah. Sheffield, all that, and just like that just, would be so good though. Quite yeah. as well. You, you might go yeah. even to Midlands. I, I, I love going up north. Like, oh, like, bro, where have you been? So been I've, I've been Liverpool a couple uh-huh. of times. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I, I can't really say this is North, but Birmingham, that's more yeah. like Midlands. That's, that's more Midlands, yeah. Um, okay, so basically Liverpool. And obviously, I've been there uh, with... So actually, um, before I come to uni that I was at the moment, uh, I was originally going to go Liverpool. And oh, I, sta- I stayed with um, a person who's the year above us um, that I knew from when I used to do like all my, my cadet stuff. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yes, I remember those days. Yeah, honestly. Oh so my god. I remember I had an interview with Liverpool, and then I came up with my parents, yeah. and um, I then went and stayed with her, um, and like we we just went. Out, so this must have been two years ago. Yeah, two years ago because I was eighteen. Um. Okay, so a year ago. <laughs> Good maths there by me. Um, but like, it was like, we went out in, in Liverpool town because uh, there's three of us. Um, uh, so me and actually my two collect mates, yeah. And we, we went around town and like, it's, oh, it's such a great city. It's cheap. Like, the price of a pint is just disgustingly cheap. That's everywhere. That's pretty much everywhere up north. Yeah. Yeah. We're like down here, like, we're kind of knocking like London prices still. Oh, shit. So, so this is like, this is why I went up north because yeah. I knew drinks would be cheap. I'm like the fact, like low key, one of the main reasons I went to Huddersfield is the fact that everything else would be cheap as well. Like my yeah. rent, my accommodation was going to be cheaper than if I went like even Liverpool and that because Huddersfield's hella small. It's boring, yeah. but Leeds ain't too far. Liverpool, like if you went Liverpool, shit would be lit, man. Because like oh, I'm, exactly. oh, we'd be able to link up, man. <laughs> Fuck, why didn't you well, go? When lockdown, when lockdown's down, um, we've all got to have a meet up. It'll be good. It's been it's been what six years since I've seen you. Oh, six, years, six, six years seriously. So it was year six. 
So it's, long, it's been longer. Six, yeah. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. It's just, it, well, it's coming on to about seven or eight. Jesus oh Christ. my yeah. god. Seven, eight years since we last seen each other. Seven, eight years since we actually saw each other in person. Crazy. It's insane. It's insane. Like, the the amount that we've changed as well. We've both changed so much. It's actually mad. Like, Martinez, if you, yeah. knew me, if you knew me from like 10 years ago, you would not believe I'm the person I am this now. Kid, this kid. I mean, I, you I, mean, I may have been a stand-by. He has you changed. Don't. We we literally we would literally try and kill each other at like playtime. We'd go like, we'd go to the back of the field and we'd literally set up a wrestling ring. And we'd fully and just we'd kill each other have, for no reason. We'd just have wrestling matches and it would be insane. Oh. Like Becky Mo, it was like <laughs> I remember like Lee, like Gregory. It was, oh, it was Josh. I do not know why eleven year old me was obsessed with like trying to kill my friends, but what? <laughs> <laughs> Mo was unreal though. Mo would literally pick you up and just like slam you to the floor. I've always had this. Everyone was scared of you. Like people Jesus. were petrified of you by the end of it. Nah, low key. Like I don't even. I don't even look the fuck with wrong with me. I was just. I feel like I was just a very <laughs> unnecessarily violent kid. Like I was nice, but I was just unnecessarily violent for no reason. It's like it's like the old movie, like year six versus year five football matches as well. Jesus Christ. At break time. But oh. do you remember, do you remember when we were younger? Like when we were like when we weren't in year six, but like when we were the years below that. And like how much bigger everyone used to look back then. Yeah. <laughs> and you really think about it, like, what the fuck were you really scared of? Like, most of these people, like, yeah. you, look, you see some of them now, it's like, what the fuck was, what the fuck was all the hype about? <laughs> it's so weird, though. Like, if you look at, like, your your friends now, uh-huh. you look at each other and say, okay, we look 20 and 19 years old. Because if I look at me and then I, I stand next to my friends, I just look at them and go, there ain't no way that we look 20 years old at this point. I still feel like we look, you know, 18, 17, because you've grown up with them. Yeah. Like, if you look at your mates, do you look at them and go, yeah, he, he does look like he's a 20-year-old? I mean, like, I didn't really have a great deal of friends because I wasn't born to school, remember? So, like, I had, oh. I had these two friends called Roy and Juan. They were my best friends. But, like, mm-hmm. by the time I knew them, I was already in silk form. So, like, we've all grown up. Like, what, like bare of them have got facial hair in. And, like, Roy was a year older than everyone anyway. So, like, yeah. he already did look kind of older. But like now, when, when I look back at photos of us and people I really fuck with back in the day, all the guys I used to live in the boarding house with, I see how some of them have changed. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, we do, we've all changed so much. It's actually yeah. insane. Like, you've gone from a typical white boy to, now a tip, to a typical skater now. Like, yeah. I, I see you in the fucking, like, I don't even know what, like, the, what they're called, the dicky jeans or whatever the hell they're called. Yeah, on my, um, my cargo pants, my cargo yeah. jeans. I see you now in cargo pants. I'm like, Jesus. That's, I've, I've, do you know what? It's, it's, Actually, because last time I spoke to you, because obviously we'd done a podcast before, but it did Yeah, yeah. Um, and since then, oh my God. So that was that was about six months ago, actually. Yeah. Six, seven months ago. And in the last, I'd say in the last six, seven months, I've changed more then than I have in the last two to three years. Jesus Christ. I say, and, and obviously, uh, I'm not going to, oh, I don't know how to get into this really. Um, it's for multiple reasons, actually. I, I grew, I've grown up a lot. So, <clears throat> obviously, when I last spoke to you, I had a relationship, and I'm no longer in that. <laughs> We're back, back on the streets. Gentlemen, look out. Be careful. He's coming for you. <laughs> but no, no, no. Um, <laughs> but no, so, like, that's that's one massive reason probably why I changed as well. Because I feel like just it's happened. the first time I've gone through it. It's, like, I'm just going to straight out say it. Like, it's, it was, that's, like, the worst I've ever been. Damn, for real. Yeah, like, seriously, seriously. Like, like it's the only time, like, I've, I've, I've been there and I'm like, oh, my God. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing here. And then it just comes to a point where you're like, oh, I've just got to start getting back on track, getting on with my life. 
happened. It's kind of going limbo. Like, I was, like, even though during that, like, a little, I think a little bit after we tried to do our podcast and didn't record, I ended up talking to someone for a bit. I, I started rebuilding myself a bit when I was like, shit. There was a lot of things I noticed I was doing. I was like, like things that you look back on, it's like, why the fuck was I doing this shit? So weird. Like, like, my breakup was, it was completely mutual. Like, no no one, honestly, through the whole relationship, done anything wrong. Like, I still say it now, like, she, she's, honestly, she's amazing. Like, she's lovely. Um, mm. I've got nothing bad to say about her at all. Like, not mm. a single bad thing to say. Um, it just, obviously, these things happen. Like, these things, obviously, just, they just don't work. And, like, because of that, like, I feel like since, especially since the breakup, actually, that's when I've changed. Like, I've just, I've, oh, mate, I've just become a completely different person. You became your own man. Like, I feel like for me, since I've never actually been in a formal relationship, like, I've never been in that position. But from different people you end up talking to and when things piss her out and different things happen, you kind of take what you've learned from these experiences and you kind of apply them to yourself in a way. Like, you look back and it's like, okay, what, why did I go for this person? Why did I go for the type of person again? Or, oh, what was I doing wrong? And you take, and you take those little things and you try and rebuild yourself yeah, to be better. You learn so much from it as well. Yeah. So like I I've got nothing she, she never done anything wrong but like you learn a lot like from your mistakes as well like even just the stupid mistakes that you make you just and you grow up as a person I found as well Definitely. and it's like since then I've just started learning how to like, I've always wanted to learn how to skate and I've learned how to skate I've been doing so much music recently that's how you had time to do our intro I was like oh like when you popped up with that I was like oh shit this is crazy this, I, like this was the intro was really really good by the way Oh, cheers. Thank you. Thank great. Like, because what you've done with that is given us something that we can actually use for a lot of different, like, different things without worrying about copyright, yeah, yeah. without, without yeah, worrying about yeah, any. Cool. And really, I appreciate it because I was thinking, because of, like, obviously, I've always known you were talented at music. Like, from the age of five, this guy could play the violin like no one else I physically knew. <laughs> oh, I didn't tell anyone at uni that I played that instrument and I've now been baited out. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you could play the violin. I saw your, like, like your mum was the music teacher in our primary school at yeah, the time. Yeah. So, like, obviously, I pretty much knew you being good at music was almost a given. But then, I, but then like, when you popped up, I was like, shit. You prob- I was thinking you probably had, like, paid work and stuff. So, I was like, all right, I was fully prepared to pay you. Then you say like, oh, it's free. I was like, amen. Like, yeah. I, I was, I was happy. It's just, it's a massive business. So lockdown for musicians. So for my like for music producers at the moment, mm. uh, I got taught about it in one of my lectures. Actually, it's like this is probably the, the best time for not for music. So, like, so for people in the arts, as you lot know, like like you know. Uh, obviously the way that it's going is not the best for us at the moment and there's all you know this campaign about retrain to be something else oh that's bullshit that, that's that stupid campaign so for us obviously we've got to worry about that but for music producers someone like me like this is the only time in my life where I'm literally going to have you know 24 hours of the day free where I've got nothing to do because it's not like I can go out and I've got training to do or it's not like I've got to go clubbing and I, like, I'm just sat in my room so for me I've really, like, benefited from this lockdown as well. Like, I've spent hours and hours and hours just writing stuff, producing stuff, remixing stuff, DJing, just like, you know, just just trying to get my, my graft and talent done. To yeah. be fair, I feel like for me, it's, I think for me, I've gone in the opposite direction where, like, because I can't do those things to blow off steam and then yeah, refocus, exactly. 
it's kind of fucked me up in a way. But like, I think throughout first lockdown, that's when I really had enough time to think about the podcast. Because at the yeah. time, uni was over. I'd done everything I needed to do. And I was really thinking... It was this like is summer, the wasn't it? Like, yeah, like, that was the time where I was like, yeah. I really want to think of ways to reinvent the podcast. And I was messaging Martinez all the time, like different ideas, like we could change yeah. the name, we should do this. And that's how we rebranded to like what we are now. <clears throat> yeah, it's, I, I, the way I've kind of looked at it is like, I've just got to make the most out of what we got at the moment. Because yeah, uh, they're, they're we'll on the we we'll never get this opportunity back. back. We'll never get this free free time back again. So I've I've really started like reaching out to people going to like um yeah, this is literally what I'm about to tell is exclusive for this podcast. Like no exclusives. Yeah. Right. Um so I'm currently I'm currently working with two famous TikTokers. Ooh. Um and <laughs> I <laughs> I can say one of their names. Um, this is gonna sound so bad because if it now falls through, I've really just made myself look like a massive tit. Um, so one of them, <laughs> one of them singing on my song is called Zach Loizu. Um mm. and I went, I went secondary school with him actually, and he's he's an amazing singer, and he's in a band um, mm. called Here at Last, who now have I think it's a million followers on TikTok. They're verified. Whoa. He's got like oh. I mean, he's got like 40k followers or something like he, he's made it like he's, he's that's major and he's an amazing singer he has he's done he's honestly and the band that he's in is a great as well um, and he's oh, a good singer like a really good singer so he's going to sing on one of my tunes so that's, that's really good. good that's good because then obviously like you know one of my songs gets out there as well mm, and it's my mate on it that's and, awesome and like the other person, um, all I can say is they have 2.8 million followers on TikTok. Damn. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> ah, yeah. my boy. Um, <laughs> my guy went for the playground <laughs> to the executive room real and quick. It, and it's, quite, it's quite funny how I met this person, actually. Um, so I, I was introduced to this person in year seven by Zach. Oh, wow. So I was really good friends with Zach. And obviously in year seven, Oh, we've only had like, you know, 300 followers on Instagram. Yeah. And it's the same for her. Like, she only had 300 followers on Instagram. Um, and we kind of stayed friends. And then obviously, she saw me post some of my music on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and she literally just messaged me. It's like, I'd love to sing on one. So I was just like, all right, this person also has like 50k Instagram followers, like 2.8 mil TikTok followers. And TikTok, especially for. So like for, for new musicians, producers, a lot of the songs that you're hearing in the charts at the moment are coming from TikTok. Mm. Because the TikTok as a as an actual music platform, as, as like, it's basically like Vine. Yeah, because it's, like, it's, it's an unreal like, platform for getting your stuff out. Because it's, like, it's just became this new thing and everyone's jumping on it, everyone's yeah. being creative in their it's own way. Blown up. Like it's it's become so huge in the space of under a year. Yeah, because it's like and to be fair, you know what I also like about them? Like, from a business perspective, I, I like how even when Instagram tried to, like, essentially take down Vine because Donald Trump was trying to get rid of it because it was a Chinese yeah. company and all this. Like, so Instagram made their own version of TikTok slightly worse. Yeah. What TikTok did, I think they signed, like, some special deals with, like, Sony yeah. and other, like, major record companies to, like, <clears throat> be the ones to premiere records, and that kept them afloat. Honestly, it's just, it's seriously, it's such a good platform because it's actually, I'm not going to say it's easy because it's not easy at all, but it's easier to say, get known on TikTok than it is any other platform. Basically, the only way to kind of make it big on Instagram is if you are famous for something you've done. So if you're like an athlete, a musician, 
if you're good looking then you're more likely to have more followers than say just a normal person and that's just you know that's just the game of life as well um because obviously instagram is photo based over like video where, where tiktok like you can release one funny video it can literally go viral and then all of a sudden you go from say having a hundred followers on tiktok to then say having a hundred thousand they look at your other videos like okay this person's funny i'm just going to follow him for music like the music that you're hearing in the charts at the moment, I'm pulling a number right out of air here, so I could be so wrong. But I'm, I'm generally going to say about 15 to 20% of it was TikTok, like, released music. So it was music discovered via TikTok. Easy. like Easily. Easily. Without question. Because like, a lot of remixes and a lot of, like, guys yeah. who do what you do, like, their shit blows up on TikTok because, like, oh, I can dance this. Oh, I can yes, make a really funny exactly. video. And then, then next and thing the, you know, they're trying up there and it's the remix of, like... Is. Yeah. And then the remix, like, that, that's how basically Bob Smokes, what you know about Love Blew Up. Because yeah. it, it was it wasn't doing well while when when the album was released. Now it because it, it got picked up by TikTok, it's now off yeah. the charts. And and that's the thing, it just takes one person to listen to your song and make something from it. And it just takes and then what people forget is on TikTok you can duet as well. You can't you don't get that on any other platform. Yeah, I saw that. Duet, I saw that. Duetting is so huge on that platform because it's like so this is why I'm quite lucky the people that I'm working with at the moment. It's like, say they release the TikTok mm. and it gets, you know, so many plays. What you then forget about is then people that look up to these people will duet the videos and copy you. Mm. And then from there, that'll get you a couple of more plays. And then other people will duet it. And that's more and more plays. And that's like how uh, one, the, one, one song I know that comes from TikTok is, uh, I think it's called Ashes. Uh, and... It, it, like I'd never heard the person before, and all of a sudden, like, I've just heard it being like it's, it's like wildfire. Like it just gets picked up, and then you just see people doing dances to it, and then like you know, like memes to it, and it's like that's that's one piece of advice. Like I'd, I'd say for any musician, it's if you if you want to maximise or, or anything in arts as well. Like there's artists that are doing it, like cooking people that are doing it. Um, it's just if you want to document what you're doing. TikTok is is genuinely the easiest way to get into it, and I'm I'm speaking like, but like yeah, no, but like it's still good advice because it's yeah. basically taking advantage of a platform that's only just came about and is at its peak of yeah. if you if you have something special, yeah. put it on there, you'll get somewhere. Like it's I know lockdown, yeah, people just sat in their rooms doing nothing on TikTok. So if you want to release something and you release it on TikTok, you're going to get more people looking at that. So it's like it's like now is the time to like really for any of the arts get your stuff known and just promote it and promote it because there's no one not people aren't you know they're working from home yeah. when you're working from home it's like uni like uni you're going to work on zoom or whatever like in reality you're sat in bed doing your lecture potentially with the xbox on or whatever at the same time mm-hmm. you're not giving it your full 100 percent. where if you're in say uni obviously you can't be going on your phone and you can't be going on tiktok because you've got to be listening to the lecture where when you're in mm-hmm. your bed at your home you can do whatever you want so that's why now, like anything on that platform, Instagram, Snapchat, you know, just you can you can really, really take advantage of the situation that we're in at the moment. Yeah, like that's something that I re- that's something that I realized about TikTok. Because even though me personally, I don't use it, like I don't have an account on it per se. Like I actually post stuff through, but like looking through stuff, I've discovered like I've discovered like different like different comedic people that I like, yeah. and then even like even Instagram, like the smallest change that you make in your bio or if you suddenly start to follow like a few more independent musicians because like what I ended up doing throughout lockdown was just I got bored so like 
I just kept following like different musicians, like independent ones. Cause I heard a remix that something that I really yeah. liked. And the next thing I know I'm discovering, or I say discovering, I'm being put onto all these different artists that are like are independent and not music I'd usually go for, but what like, since I like them, I now follow them and like them. Suddenly now I'm seeing all these different small pages coming up on my feed yeah. and that's just the power of it's social media. It's an algorithm. It knows what it's doing. Yeah, that's, like, that's that's the power of like almost any social media platform, yeah. in my opinion. Like, as long as you do something that gets a few shares, that's why, like, even though I don't have the biggest interest in, let's say, makeup or the biggest interest in, I don't know, someone playing the ukulele, like, if it's my friends doing it, I'm going to follow their page. I'm going to like that shit because you know what yeah. that does? It boosts them in the algorithm. So people that actually really, like, mess with what they do, they're going to be the ones to get put onto it. Like, I know a few different people who, like, who do those kind of things. And even though, hell, they might not know me and I have the best relationship and whatever. Like, in my head, I'm going to support you because I know what it's like as a creator doing this podcast. Yeah. Like, I know the I know the struggle. And like, these people are doing very well without me, but like, I'm going to help you. So in the future, someone's going to pay it forward for me. That's kind yeah. of the way and I this see is the thing. The biggest thing I say for anyone is support your friends. 100%. No matter what they do, you have to support your friends because that's where they're, kind of their hope and belief comes from because yeah. imagine say like we can take it both ways i release music you release a podcast and say none of your friends share it and no one gets no one gives you any feedback you're gonna sit there and you're gonna go what is the point because if if my friends aren't even helping me or like you know hmm. giving me supporting me then then no one's gonna so that's I've why i had days like that i've actually had days like that but like yeah even though we don't get a lot of plays now, I'm always appreciative of like any friend who gives me feedback. It's actually like tangible on the algorithms and stuff, whether it's a share, a like, or whatever else. Like I'm always appreciative of that stuff. Even if the audience doesn't grow that much, it's the fact that we're actually like moving up in the algorithm. And like, I'd say another thing where you'd always want to post, like you'd always want to like follow the opportunities being given to you by bigger platforms. Yeah. So like I've signed this podcast up for like this next wave thing on Spotify where like mm. they're looking at, upstarting podcasts, podcasts with young people on it. So like to give them like seminars and basically I think it's like seminars and stuff on like how to grow the different things you should do for to grow on Spotify. If I apply those one or two things, I just want our audience to go to like triple digits consistently. If I get that, then I'm happy. But who knows? You've yeah, got to throw was. yourself out there. That's yeah, you, you really do. do. You've got to put yourself in the deep end. You really do. Anyways moving on from a very motivational conversation <laughs> about all the stuff we do as creatives and all our different struggles. Martinez, I think you it's know. time we hit up ACS fashions, you know? Yo, let's, let's do this. <laughs> all right, let's do this. Oh, no, I'll just read it. I wanted to message my ex. Found I... out she cheated on me whilst I was with her. <laughs> Should I message her to confront her or leave it? I'm head, <laughs> I'm head lost. At Northampton. Northampton North Uni. Oh, That's shit. That's a difficult one. I wouldn't. So I can understand why he would want to message her. Uh, I can completely... <laughs> I can understand why he wants to message her. He, whoever it is, if you haven't got the closure, then I think that's a big part of it. So, yeah, you could message him and just be like, you know, I just want to find out why you've done this. But I know you lot are like, leave it, leave it, leave it. But the one thing I'll say is don't get attached to them again. Mm. Because that's if what she, I'm saying. That's literally she's what broken happened. your trust. She's broken your trust. She's, she's done something that you shouldn't do in a relationship. Mm. Okay, and that's the one... That's like the you know the thing that you don't do um so do not let yourself get attached to it again at all uh because at the end of the day you probably can't trust them because yeah. if they've done it once what's stopping them doing it again but yeah. i can understand why you want to message them because obviously you you're probably feeling 
like a bit no. lost. I've never been through a relationship per se, but I've had experiences and shit that's happened where it's like I don't have closure in the situation. So I do like there's always temptation where like I want to hit you up and be like, yo, what the yeah, fuck yeah, was yeah. that? But at the same time, I realize knowing me and knowing that situation, there's a possibility that this person can now rule me back in to be hurt and be going through all these problems again. I don't need that. So it's best yeah. I leave that and like just give myself closure in my mind of well, it happened. They haven't messaged me. I'm gonna move on. But at the same time, do not blame yourself as well. That's what, can, do not let yourself think that. <clears throat> it can do never. Not let be. Anyways, like next one, next one, next one. Oh, oh God. God. I found one. I, I found one. Oh, God, from Kingston oh, Uni. I don't know where that is, but oh, I'm Nigerian and my friend benefit is a Somali guy. Found out I was pregnant and he completely switched up and told me he ca- cannot have a monkey for a child. Did he really say monkey for a child? Apparently, yes. Oh, my God. And he's God. black. This, this, I'm assuming since he's Somali, he's black. What the fuck are you telling me? Like, does that make any sense? You're a black man. Black people, one of the first, like, one, if you're not going to call us the M-word, what's one of the first things, be, like, people have said if they want to be racist? Oh, you guys are like monkeys. You're cheeky monkeys, isn't it? Like, what, like, what are you saying? That's just stupid. Like, if you're going to get in the situation, you should be prepared to face the consequences. Exactly. <gasps> Trying to find some. Okay. My girl's madly secure of herself, despite me hyping and showing her off. I think it's not me. It's her. That's Sussex a- Uni. I think that's the thing that everyone has. Everyone has their own insecurities. Safety, yeah. Like I genuinely feel like when it comes to when it comes to people, because I've got my insecurities. Like no matter what someone says, no matter how much I'm gassed up, I have to believe it in my own head, and I can't do that. So until mm-hmm. I have it in my mind that I feel this way about myself, obviously, like some insecurities you can work through as a couple, and that's always a good thing. Like, if you can genuinely support each other through things you find rough, that's a great thing. If not, yeah, it happens. It's like it's, it's different for everyone, and I will be right back. So continue the conversation amongst yourselves, kids. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this one. Okay, from my favorite uni at the moment. These ones, especially from Coventry and Kent, are a bit mad. Yeah. I, I'm having sex with a boy in my accommodation. I guess it just naturally happened, but we are good friends, and he's not serious. What should I do? I'm head lost. That's a tough one. That's a tough one because oh, that's hard. That's actually a hard one to, to answer. So did what did you say? It said he's not serious. Yeah, he's not serious. Do you know, what I'm gonna say and I don't think the person like this. Bin it off. I mean, it will break her heart, but I would say just leave it. Okay. So did she say she likes him? Yeah, but basically, yeah, it just naturally happened. But we are good friends, and he's not serious. That's all about it. I think I think in a situation like that, yeah. That's a hard one because if you're friends as well, and you want, so I'm guessing she wants something more. Uh, yeah, he, she wants. Like. Yeah, she wants something more because she asks, "What should I do?" Because the guy is not serious. nothing serious. Well, they could have a if they've not had a chat. She could just, you know, it's a scary thing to do, but lay your cards on the table to the person. Because then, I think, I think, as as guys, we can all admit that we're as boys pretty stupid. Um, we have to be told everything literally as it is. We can't work out hints. I don't know if that's just me. Um, I'd say, I'd say I can work out. I can work out some hints as a guy, but yeah, yeah, if you're yeah. good, like don't play games with me. Like if you want something, tell me. Yeah, just say, just say it. That's oh, like be specific with it. Because in my mind, like I hate it when like don't drop me subtle hints and then be surprised. I'm confused because I'm yeah. not stupid. Like I'll do right by you. I'll give you an honest answer. 
But if you now don't tell me directly and you're but you're assuming that I can read your mind, which I can't do, like yeah. fam, females can't pick up the hint sometimes. This is not just guys. When it comes to <laughs> shit like that, you yeah. got you gotta be direct. Cause if you want your feelings to be taken seriously, be direct, be honest. Be direct. Obviously you've got to respect that there's a fifty fifty chance of the answer that you want. So I think it's don't let yourself get hurt. And if you're already letting yourself get hurt, then you need to remove yourself out of that situation. For the simple fact of otherwise it will just carry on. Yeah. And when it does actually come to an end, you will be like broken as a person because what you wanted hasn't come. Which is all well and easy said and done. Uh, of course, it's, it's easier said than done, but it's the, the right thing. If you want something serious, you just do. tell him. <clears throat> yeah. Like that's the thing. Like you can't be afraid to get your heart broken and all that because yeah. either if you don't tell him now and this person just assumes, oh, it's just casual or I don't like. Obviously, I don't know the full yeah. context behind the tweet, but if they're assuming it's just casual then you can't be surprised because you never told them. So if you speak yeah. up and then I'm like, oh, no, nah, I don't want yeah. it, but you want a relationship, then you can remove yourself because it's like, okay, right, I'm not going to waste my time giving my yeah. giving my time to someone who isn't giving me what I want. Yeah, like, That's just how it is. Like You can't be afraid of that shit. What you, what you put in, you should get back, to be honest. So if you're yeah. putting in your, your love, then you should be getting the love back. Yeah, I get that. Anyways, swiftly moving on to the next few tweets. To okay, I've, got, I've got oh, one from, I've got from, my, from my favourite uni, as I said. Alright, you go, you go, you go. Coventry Uni. Oh, shit. I gotta hear it. Uh, I, I've seen one from Ken, but I'll let you go first. I really wish I never met my ex. I was doing well in life. I was at my peak, but he had to come along and just ruin me. Mentally, physically, and emotionally. Side. Girls, bro, I feel your pain. Yeah, we all like. I don't think it's just guys. Like the wrong person coming into your life can fuck up a lot. But it I guess. Might, but you see, Paul, it might be the right person, but at the wrong time. To be there, yeah, that's, that's that, because, yeah. like, uh, I, he or like, because he or she. I don't know because it's, it's not specific. But the thing is, if you are doing well in life and someone comes around and just fucks with you, then mm. it's a bit unfortunate, isn't it? Like yeah. fucks up a lot of shit. But at the same time, I, would, I, I nearly, I nearly experienced it this year, and Paul knows the exact details but i'm glad that i basically go away with it yeah and just go away quite well so because it, if it's the wrong person at the wrong time then then i feel for you really badly because it's just something that it's something a blessing that will and might happen to anyone anytime soon yeah it happens would to- you say oh no carry on what you're saying Paul, what you're no saying? no no what you're saying man go you go you I'll go say- would you say that right person wrong time is the like the worst thing i think it is i think that's like for it's me, it's, 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 it's you know it's the hurt it's the hurt mm. because you know you know it's the right person but you know that you're both not in the correct mind frame and you're just like oh yeah right what, and what you want and the thing is you want to try it next time but either she's she doesn't want it seriously or yeah it's just something else then yeah. I don't know, it's just things even it's more because, Like things can change suddenly. Like you could at one yeah. moment at that one moment they're the right person, right time right person, wrong time. But then by the time you get round to being able to try it again, suddenly, oh I'm with this person, I'm doing this, I'm still not in a good place. And like if you like generally it's something that you have to respect. Like if they're if they've moved on or they've they're in a position where they you they can't be with you again, like you can yeah. like me personally at that point, I respect it and move on. Because there's a lot of people that they will feel like the right person, but they're not the only person for you. Like we're not meant, we're not destined to be with certain people. Mm. That's just that we're humans. We're too dynamic for that. It's anyway, all a learning curve. It really yeah. is. Anyways, 
Let me let me find this tweet yeah. real quick that I just saw. Is it from I, Ken? Yeah. <laughs> I fucked my girlfriend during one of my online classes, and I was the only one asking questions. Oh my god! <laughs> Can I just say that's insane form? That's unreal. <laughs> Imagine. No, 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 the only thing I'll say that is we're flexible, okay? It really is. It really is. Like, <laughs> oh god. I can't imagine the energy that's being drained from you. Like you're having to think what like you're thinking in two minds here. Cause like I can't lie. When you if I don't think I don't think I'm wrong in saying that if you're if you're doing that and you're answering quite like you you doing your thing and you like being academic are two different frames of mind. I'm not wrong. I don't think I'm wrong in saying that. So now imagine having to split the t- like having to use the two at the same time. Oh. But one thing I want to say this: either the guy is not backing anything, or the girl is not loud. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ! Oh, <laughs> oh whoa! Oh, 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 oh. oh, if my parents are listening to this, sorry, mum, sorry, dad. We move, we move. Yes, we do. We move quite swiftly on to. Let's find something else. Okay, Anglia Ruskin University. Oh God. Uh, which is in Cambridge, in my, I believe. Mm-hmm. So okay. I had a threesome with this boy and his friend, and the friend pissed in my bed and refused to leave until I called the security. Oh, my. Ew. That's nasty. Get, no, That's I'm, disgusting. I'm making that person pay for new bedding. I don't care how many times I watch that. Like, you're paying for new fucking bedding. That's clapped. That's beyond clapped. That's actually vile. <laughs> is it no. bad though that I want to laugh at the same time? It's not bad. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm feeling. I mean, it's funny, but disgusting at the same time. Like, yeah, I've got to try and stay serious. I'm secretly here just pissing myself and laughing. Oh, imagine that's clapped. That's just nasty point blank period. Like, ugh, ugh, fuck off. All my final years, all my final year friends are virgins. All four of them did not score since year one. How do I help them post lockdown? I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh. thinking about some misogynistic stuff around this one. Yo, like they, I don't know, like they they weren't specific on genders. I'll say that much. They weren't specific on gender, but let's start with like assuming these are guys. God damn it! Like it's uni. How? That's, that's how I know you're saying that, but I want them to, whoever it is, I also want like just just know it's also not bad. It's not it's, a bad thing. It's oh yeah. That's no, like, people make it. People make it seem like it's a massive issue. It, it, like, it's not. It's not. It's not. All. It's just like it's just the pressure of. It's just how like. Yeah, yeah of course, of course. Like I'm not like I say that not to be a dick. I I say how jokingly, but if that's genuinely someone saving themselves for marriage because of religious reasons, personal reasons, whatever it may be. Cool, and then at the same time, there are people that you the 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 lifestyle and the gravado that is uni isn't right for them. So they're not going to just meet a one-time floozy that they want to do stuff with. For them, it's like I want to build up time, and those are the kind of people that like. That's when they're set. Like when they eventually do it, that's why they don't overthink like how long do they last. They know they're going to enjoy it because like they've waited all this time to find literally the perfect person for them. Everyone goes at their own pace, but if they're people actively trying to go for it. This is me assuming that people actively trying. Oh, like how bad is your game that you've actively been trying for at least three years of your life and you've got nowhere? <laughs> like, okay, I found one from Kent Uni. Okay. <laughs> I like this guy. What? Wait, he, Matthew, he says, what's going on with your neighbor in uni, bro? What's yo, what going on with your neighbor? My, my neighbor in uni sucks at the moment. I think they're the imposter. <laughs> yo, what's, Canter- oh, what's Canterbury going on? Hold up, if they're the imposter, what's Canterbury got going on? <laughs> 
Okay, let me. Sauce. All right, go. I like I like this guy. He says we're exclusive. I sucked him off, and I'm waiting to sex to sexy him. While he was away, I matched this boy. We we've, we've only known each other three weeks. I've known this boy one week. What Jesus. should I do? He uh, finds out everything. I feel weird. No, you should no. What the fuck? You should be prepared for that. Cause like in my head, hey, like, the consequences, sis. Yeah, like the guy said, you're exclusive. Like I don't know that that in my head, saying that after three weeks. If I'm exclusive to someone, I'm shagging on, only them, and that's it. Yeah, in it. But at the same time, like it does seem a bit soon after only chatting someone for three weeks. But however, it's just I mean, how you like. It, it's dep- just how, it depends on people, really. Yeah, it depends, it depends how the talking stage is. Mm, it depends how how much they vibe and get along. So realistically, like you shouldn't be surprised that if this guy finds out, he's gonna have a very extreme reaction. Because if you're saying that and you've gone and done that, if he now gets angry, and this is me assuming that the guy isn't sleeping around himself or chatting up to other girls himself, if he is like m- making sure you're his only one, don't be surprised when he's angry. Like face the music, apo- face the music, adjust like. Say why you did it or apologize and move on. Or if he wants to, take it, like, try it again. I personally wouldn't do the last option, but to each their own. As we found out on the last episode, people fully got chlamydia and decided, oh, I'll take this person back. Everlasting bastard. <laughs> Any fucking uh, Coventry Uni, again. Trust me, I'm Mate, moving to Coventry. Coventry's on a mad run at the moment. Why do you think I want to go there so bad? <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> i got to see this madness for myself. Yeah, we want... Trip to Midlands, Coventry's one of the stops. Definitely. Uh, tips on how to move to girls. Girls always hear me whenever I say hi. Uh, say a bit more than hi. Like, actually be... Like, assuming this is in person or we ever get back to doing this in person because I suck at texting. Like if you've received if you've received a text from me like as a female and I've been trying to get to know you, I'll put my hands up and say that, hey, it's probably gonna start off very, very bland unless I instant unless I really get this energy from you because it takes time, but in person you gotta say more than hi. That's just that is just that's the nature of the game. Yeah, I mean if you say hi, I wouldn't respond. In it like, just say a bit more. Yeah, put yourself in put yourself in like. The female shoes, or flip the genders around, whatever. You need to make sure you you are interesting. Exactly, like you have to have something that stands out about you. I'm not saying you have to go yeah. out of your way to be a dick or whatever, but like you need to have something that adds to your personality. That's like, okay, right, this person's worth getting to know. What's your best pickup lines right now? My best pickup lines. <laughs> if you was if you was out clubbing right now, I might be a show, I... but you're driving me crazy. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I mean, okay. I don't use pickup lines generally. No, to me, but, it's funny because I've never used one in my life. But like, if I'm, if I'm taking the piss, like if I'm on, I don't know, if I'm on like Tinder or something, I'm taking the piss. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll use something I'm, like, oh, are you a cheesecake? Because I'm trying to get a slice of that. Oh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so bad. Oh, Jesus. That's my so my good. one's pretty bad. My one's, um, uh, girl, you must be tired because you've been running through my mind all day. Lord, oh, Jesus, that's, <laughs> that's so bad. Who's got the worst one out of all of us right now? Pull up mine. Either the yours or my Like I would have said, yeah, I would say, actually no. My, I say it's yours or mine because mine is just awful. <laughs> like I hear, I hear it in my head. To be fair, they're all horrible. But like, 
it depends. It depends on your delivery, really. So, so, depends so when you're saying I just go instantly, but if they ain't got a delivery, then they ain't working. Oh, I've got one. I've got one. Yo. There's literally barely any black people in Europe. I wake up every day. It feels like it deleted scene from Get Out. <laughs> I need my people. <laughs> oh. That's crazy. Then again, I get what he's feeling because Huddersfield, like, I can't lie. You look at our ACS or Nigerian society. They're some of the smallest groups in the UD. Oh, God. Does anyone look at their friends' photos when they appear on the timeline and think, fuck their fit, or is it just me? Um, it depends, depends the level of friendship. Like, like, and it depends the context, because like everyone, like, when you say that, it's different context, but I'm assuming he means, like, you're turned on, or they mean that you're turned on, Mm -hmm. so like, then I would never even say that. Like, I'll, I'll gas my friends up and be like, oh, they're, they're good looking, but no, I don't think that personally. I've slept with 12 lads, but every one of them has been, when I've been blackout drunk, I barely remember any of them. That's I'm scared. I'm scared for when I when I get into a relationship someday and the lad will think I have all the experience when I don't remember them. I mean, just be honest. Like, if you're going to get into a relationship at that point, honesty is kind of the only way to go. Yeah, just honestly, it's key in a relationship. Like, relationship-wise, if you're, if you're like, oh, look, any, the only time I've had sex has been when I've been very drunk. Okay, cool. And then you just work your way out from there. Like, it doesn't seem that deep. Can I say, I'm scrolling through them and at Coventry are making up 50% of the confessions at the moment. <laughs> and you understand why You understand why, why I need to go there? Like 50% of them are Coventry. Oh, shit. I, 10% Kent. I've seen this one. Yeah, Kent are hitting it as well. Oh, shit. I see, I've seen this one and it still kills me. My boyfriend has beat up 14 of my male friends in the past year because he thinks that they're all trying to on with me. I'm embarrassed. And, I, and it's embarrassing. He's even cussed guys out in the street who looked at me. Kent Uni. Matthew. Oh, my. What the fuck's going on with, what going on with your place, man? What the fuck's oh, going on with your town? Oh, God. Kent as well. No, like, that, that's not oh. boyfriend. That's not boyfriend. Leave like, him. Hey, no, like, no seriousness. A guy that, that trigger happy to start beef in his, like, early 20s, late teens. That, like, bro. Just that's grow not, up. Just grow it? up is what I say. Like, if... Oh, Jesus. That, oh, that, man. That's just stupid. Like, obviously, no jokes about domestic abuse. A guy like that is the type. But what's stopping them from hurting you if you even dress the wrong way or you look at someone the wrong way? Like, bro, I'd fucking get rid of them. There's even comments with, like, memes and shit being like, you're still calling this guy your boyfriend. No, that's that's dictator. That's... that's... Oh, I've found one from my uni, but it's a bit of a dead one. Oh, tell me, tell me. Actually, this could make a good topic, actually. How to approach girls. Can I crush you at uni? Oh, Jesus. Oh. Also, also it's actually quite hard. It's actually quite hard. I mean, everyone has their own way. I don't think there's no one size fits all. Like, if they like, if you naturally think you like them, just talk to them and like, see, like, go with what works for you and be yourself. Because some people will reject you, but like, if you find the right girl or right person who fucks with you for being you, then like, even, yeah. like, then you'll get somewhere at least. Like I'm not like you won't guarantee anything because obviously that comes down to all the small intangibles. But like as long as you're yourself and you find a crowd, like you found someone that you like and you've been yourself or a genuine version of you, like you can't really do much else than that. I'm not gonna sit here and say yeah. like I hate I hate those instructional YouTube videos where it's like 
Oh, this is how you approach a girl. You gotta be yourself. Ask about her date. No, like everyone's fucking different. And it depends on all the different factors. Like, where are you talking to this girl? How do you know her? What type, like, what type of vibe does she give off towards you? Like, it depends um, on a lot of things. Another big thing is... I don't oh, think no. I read this poll, but it's from 11th of November. Kent Uni, I took this girl's virginity and I bounced. Little did I know she's a law student and a rich daddy with Benjamin. You've told me this. You've told me this. You told me this. Oh, you've you've done this one last week. Crazy. Oh, God. I was going to say, also, with, with the previous tweet, don't be afraid for rejection. It's not that bad. It, it isn't that bad. It's, it's, it is, there's worse things going on than that. Like, there's so much worse things. So, don't take it to us. I found one from Kent, uni, again. Jesus. Uh, I haven't washed my clothes once oh, since I in September. <laughs> I tried yep. using a washing machine, but it was too complicated. Kent Uni. Oh my god. Oh, so you're I walking saw... around with smelly clothes. Fuck off. Oh, you must stink. This. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's this. grim. That's that fucking just grim. life lessons. How to use a washing machine. Bro, if there's mandem out there that you've gone to uni and live by yourself and you don't know how to use a washing machine, I don't care whether it's one of the circuit ones which are disgusting, money hungry machines or, yeah. like you, or you live in a flat and you have your own machine, like your own washing machine there. You're like There's, you're still a you're still a child if you can't wash clothes if you can't do basic like necessities to be a functioning person you you're you're a child you shouldn't be you shouldn't be by yourself. <laughs> there's about eight comments in it that all that all are in Christchurch and you definitely go to Christchurch and not Kent because obviously they're our rivals. <laughs> of course, of I course. Another Christchurch as well. Oh yes. Uh, <laughs> they're not great the ones here, but uh, this uni is barely Christ. Like what the hell? Because obviously, because oh god. So the story about my uni, my uni used to be called Canterbury Christ Church College. Uh-huh. So it was like a, it was like a, I don't know, I don't even know how you explain it. I'm guessing like a, a Christian uni or something. Christian uni is that the correct word? I think so. You yeah, know like, what I mean? Yeah, faith-based uni. Like it's, a, it's like how in primary school we used to, we always have to do we always have to do like prayers and assembly. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. Yo, it's like, it's found, like, found one, found one. He, from UCL. Oh yeah, I, let's hear this. I was diagnosed with herpes recently. I feel like my life is over. Oh my like God. We want to be with a girl who has genital herpes. This has turned my life upside down. And honestly, I want to die. I was being safe and only with one person. It must, be not, it, it must not be the only one if you've got herpes. At all. Welcome to university. Where I you come with the degree you. and leave with herpes. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> oh no, mate. Some of these confessions are so bad. Yes. Like they're real. They're sus. Oh, spit them out. Tell me. Oh, I need to try and find some good ones. How do you move to a guy coming to uni? Um. Yo, like you talk. Like be comp. Like. If you're a female, you don't have to do much. Just be confident and like just read like read the guy. Like see if he's like trying to be genuine. If he's if he seems sus, fuck tell him to fuck off. Make sure you have like your girlfriends nearby, cause there's the shit I've seen some guys do when they're drunk, desperate, and just being fucking assholes. Ugh, mm-hmm. It's grim. But we'll, we'll leave that one there. We'll leave that one. We'll leave that one there because yeah, ugh, that that could go on for ages. I've got one. Your twenties are a weird time, man. Pals are on it every weekend. Some pals are pregnant. Yes! Other pals are homeowners. I saw this on Instagram. Then other pals are wearing Crocs as a serious choice of footwear. What are your takes? 
Do you know what I can I can completely agree with that? It's it's such a weird age as well. Like um, some of my mates have got proper jobs, and you know, give them two years and they'll probably have a house. Yeah. Give me two years and I'm coming out of uni with like sixty grand debt. Yeah, like from eighteen to twenty five, that's when you're really choosing your own path for the first time in your life. Like, obviously, us, man, like, we've gone through the traditional route of academics, college, and sit form, and then on to uni. And that's the route we've chosen. But even within that, there's microcosms, like, okay, what uni, all that stuff. But then you have other people where it's like, academics wasn't for them, or they just didn't try. And then they, some of them have landed in great positions and are rebuilding themselves and are going to, like, get themselves to where we are now. Others have just said, fuck that, I'm going to start a family. And we know people that we literally grew up with and... Yeah. Are fully like parents to like kids that are going to school in like the next few years. I mean, other people were like they're working for their parents' company. I feel like as long as you know where you want to go and you'll be happy with the end result, then you should be okay. As long as you like can live with the consequences of your actions. Yeah, this is a question for you both. Then do you, sorry, I know you shouldn't be in the room, you both, but do you do you think that uni is the best way to go? So, like, if you didn't have to go to uni, would have you still gone or would have you gone and got a job? Because I know what I would have done. I feel like I still would go uni because I needed the experience yeah. of being by myself, <clears throat> like, properly. Because yeah. after, like, boarding school gave me a taste. And I'm grateful yeah, for that. Because in some aspects, it was a good thing. Other aspects, like, I was tired of the toxicity of high school and all the other bullshit. But I needed that experience for me personally. So I feel like I still would have gone to uni, especially with my job and how I was, how I'm going into the industry. Yeah. Like I'm not this natural-born writer. I am not this phenomenal presenter who can think of news stories like that. I'm not someone who's been interested in journalism since the age of ten, and I don't have connections like that. That's why I need to go uni. Mm. What would you have done? I I would have got a job. Seriously? If I didn't have to come, if I didn't have to come uni, I would have got a job. Um, what would you have done? Well, this is a thing. Obviously, it depends on what. Well, if if it was like, oh, see, this is this is why I love like you know the times of like the sixties and that. Like, if you wanted to be a, a musician, you literally would go into a recording studio and you'd work as a tea boy or tea girl for however long it was, and then one day the sound engineer would just literally go to you, um, help me on this. So actually, and the reason I know this is um. My my lecturer is called John Gallon. Oh man. He was he was the sound engineer of Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. Oh whoa. Oh, wow. That's tough. And, That's very and tough. To show to, to tell you how big this guy is, and he's like my lecturer, he only teaches at three unis in the country, and luckily it's one it's mine. Uh he also goes to Stevie Wonder's birthday party each year. Yo. Oh, oh he's he's that's he's like, crazy. He's a he's a genuinely a famous he's he's a famous in, like sound engineer, like you know, studio engineer. Mm. Um so I'm lucky and he, he's taught me I, I learned more from him in like two weeks than I did really in my whole life. And then one day there was an issue in the studio and he went and fixed it. Because also if you think about being a tea boy, what you do is make cups of tea coffee bring them their lunches and then you sit in on the recording studios mm. so you watch what this professional sound engineer is doing and you watch the band so you learn when it's, that's not your job if that makes sense so you're getting paid to just make lunch and that but you learn about how to be a sound engineer because 
90% of your time is sat in the studio just watching what they're doing. Mm. And I remember him saying to us, like, one day, um, his sound engineer, who was working for at the time, couldn't figure something out, and he just got up and fixed it for him. And then the sound engineer goes, right, well, you know what you're doing, you can now come help me. And then he's sorted. He's then got basically a job in being a sound engineer. Yeah, and that's, that's how, like, 90% of the people used to do it. And I mm. wish I could do something like that, because you're, you're literally learning hands-on. Where now, if you want to learn to be a sound engineer, you have to build your own studio, which is, you know, that's racks of money. That's that's like, it could be up to like 10 grand. Yeah, but I'd say... You have to soundproof it. I'd say, like, ultimately, that kind of decision is very dependent on what you want to go into. Yeah, yeah, it's completely what you want to go into. Because obviously, like, to summarise this so we can get back to the tweets, it's like, I don't think in the 1960s, a black journalist who isn't some phenomenal writer, some natural born like presenter isn't going to, is going to get an opportunity. Imagine imagine an immigrant in general to be uh, a good professional sports journalist, for example, in my case. Yeah. Like I feel like with, I feel like with modern times now, it's became easier, but for industries like yours, even then it's became easier because like you literally said the investment in the, the investment of one thousand pounds gets you what a powerful laptop, a microphone, and some headphones, some and like some beat making software. Do what you need to do, but obviously it just depends how you want to get it. Yeah. Everyone, everyone, everyone has more avenues to get to different goals. It just yeah. depends how you want to get there, and it depends what you value. Do you value yeah. the, like taking a risk and reaping massive rewards, or going safer, maybe not getting as many rewards right away, but guaranteeing that you can at least get yeah. somewhere. It's like, it's like, I'm guessing someone like a doctor would probably have to go to university. And Without study. question. Without question. I'm not trusting a, doc- yeah, exactly. trust a doctor yeah. to do open heart surgery on me. When like, oh, I just wanted to be a doctor because I just saw I just saw it on TV. Fuck off. Watch a lot of YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. You're not touching me. Fuck off. Where's your degree? Anyways, swiftly moving back to the... Okay, well, I, I, think we've, I think we've just covered everything. I want to give a big shout out to Matthew for coming on. Uh, cheers for having me. Cheers Thank for having you for me. dropping all this music knowledge on us. Thanks for being an entertaining third wheel. Like, I want to say one thing. What's up? The off-site rule. Are you ready for the next week? Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the offside rule is a podcast created by other, other sports journalists up in uni. Mm. And they're good friends of ours. Like, they've supported us. We want to support them. Like, anyone who listens to this, get your ass onto the offside rule. If you were interested in football, because I don't have a big interest in football myself, but I was entertained. So if you have an yeah. interest in any football team, Premier League or whatever, you better give these fucking guys a listen because they know what they're talking about and they're entertaining as hell. Anyways, big thank you, Matthew. Again, thank you for the phenomenal beat. Nah, you, you, cheers. You, cheers for having me. Yeah, absolutely no problem. It was a good chat. Like, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, oh, I really was... enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. It's been good to catch up. Yeah, man. In like six, seven years, like a great way to catch up. Hopefully, we meet in person. Yes, one hundred percent. And yeah, thank you, Martinez, as always. And we will see you when we see you.